guys. Happy Friday. I hope you had a wonderful week. So this week I decided to conduct a personal experiment in terms of how I use Twitter. I realized I was spending a lot of time in my evenings just doom scrolling through Twitter, um, responding to threads that really weren't that interesting when I look back in hindsight. And I realized that I was kind of wasting my evenings just browsing this application on my phone. So I decided I would take some action. So I decided to remove the Twitter app from my phone and to make it um, inconvenient for me to access my feed. And the only way I use Twitter now is, is via my laptop. So I've been doing this now for about a week and I've actually found it um, quite refreshing and it's enabled me to spend more time in the evening uh, reading, researching, working on productive stuff and just hanging out with my family. I'm not dropping completely off Twitter. Uh, I'm just reducing my time that I spend there, especially in the evenings. The convenience of the phone application uh, really encourages you to engage with the application on a regular basis. It's just too easy to pick up your phone, go straight to Twitter and just start to, you know, browse through stuff. Weirdly, since I removed the application from my phone, I'm still finding myself actually trying to click on the Twitter icon where it used to be on my desktop. It's almost muscle memory. As soon as I open my phone, my finger just wants to click on Twitter. And it's trying to do that. It's actually quite bizarre. So this is an example where I've decided to devalue my time and try to spend what time I have in the evenings after work doing something that's, that's good for me, good for my mental health, and is actually going to move things forward for me. So from now on, I will time box my social media to a few slots per day I live with the inconvenience of using my laptop to access it. I'm not a heavy social media user anyway. I have no Facebook. I dropped off LinkedIn again recently. Um, in the past, I have deleted my Twitter account. I'm actually on my second account right now. Um, I have a Blue Sky account, but not really using it. I just signed up there as an experiment to tell you the truth. So I'm just finding this a bit liberating not to be exposed to just constant daily dramas on Twitter. I sometimes log in on Twitter and think to myself, what am I supposed to be angry about today? You know, what's the current rage? What's the thing that's trending that we're all supposed, we're all supposed to care about? We're all supposed to get worked up about. And it's just there to enrage and provoke engagement via rage. And I just think it's unhealthy on a personal level and also deeply unhealthy on a societal level. Don't get me wrong, there's a lot of positives as well. I've met some cool people there and had some really interesting conversations. So I'm definitely not ready to, to give up on it, but I am ready to reduce. 
And I think this is a good example where having some friction in your life can actually have some positive benefits. Uh, if there's some activity that you know is, is not good for you, having some friction between you and it and some inconvenience and some barriers to entry is actually a very positive thing. Uh, sometimes it's good to you know, put some locks on the door, so to speak. Of course, this doesn't suit the platform owners. They want to reduce the friction. They want to make it as easy as possible for you to access their platform and contribute your thoughts and contribute your content. I've written about user-generated content or UGC before and how platforms like Twitter are designed via gamification to entice you to post your content onto their platform as often as possible. I've written an article about that before and I will link to it in the in the notes for this podcast. But the key thing to remember, guys, is that when you give your content away for free, you enrich the platform owners. If nobody is posting on social media, it would lose value rapidly. The capital of a social media platform is in its content. It makes me think about the financial trading expert Anton Creel, who once said, quote, ditch your smartphone to become more efficient, end quote. Anton done a brilliant video a few years back on the the 10 secrets to achieve financial success. I know the title sounds a bit cheesy, but the video is actually excellent. And again, I will link to it um, in my notes for this podcast. One of the things in his list to achieving success uh, was to revert back to an old school dumb phone with basic functionality. Uh, The one he used, for example, only has 50 contacts in the address book. Anton says that knowing 50 people is is sufficient. Uh, If you have more people in your address book, chances are they're not real friends anyway. It's kind of impossible to have meaningful relationships with more than 50 people. So he can live with that, and I think most of us could live with the same. He also timeboxes his access to, well, he doesn't use social media, but he timeboxes his access to email. Um, The intent is to try to reduce the amount of distractions in your life and the amount of noise. So on that video, he said he only spends about half an hour uh, checking emails every couple of days. Of course, he has the luxury to do that because he he works for himself. Um, But I think it's something that we can bring into our own lives in perhaps a a more limited way to time box ourselves and say, I'm only going to spend half an hour a day on Twitter, for example. I'm only going to spend one hour a day on on Netflix or whatever it is. Because at the end of the day, guys, the richest person and the poorest person in the world have the same amount of time approximately in their lives. We all suffer from this. So you have to value your time and you have to value where you're spending your time. And if you're spending your time contributing to a social media platform, what you're doing is you're investing your time in somebody else's asset. So check out that video um, from Anton Creel. It's, it's really cool. It's very interesting to see how someone who's very wealthy and successful thinks about the trade-off between time and money. And I want you to think about this. I want you to think about all of the time you spend each day on social media. And now imagine spending that time on building wealth for you and your family instead. And that's certainly what I'm going to be doing going forward. I have a lot of projects that I'm working on. A lot of projects that I'm very excited about. And I'm going to be spending my evenings largely on those projects instead. Uh, Speaking of which, let's talk about what I've been working on this week. 
So I am still working on my search engine project. Um, so for those that don't know, I'm currently building a privacy focused search engine, which is going back to an old style of just 10 blue links. So there's no AI, uh, there's no ads. I think that's a big deal. I'm definitely not going to have any ads. Um, there's no personalization because it's not tracking you. It doesn't know who you are. So everybody will get the same results, regardless of who they are or where they are, based upon the query that they run. Um, so it's an ambitious project. Um, initially, I'm going to dog food it myself. I'm going to, you know, maybe share it with, with you guys, of course, and share it on, on my Twitter um, to get people using it and get some feedback. Uh, but I'm going to start in a small way. I am building up to having a, a million documents in the in the index uh, within the next day or day or so that'll be completed and then I will launch it and then I'm going to spend the rest of the year building that up to you know tens of millions of documents and really what I'm doing is I'm focusing on content I'm focusing on high quality content largely focused on text um, so there's no video search there's no image search it's basically for somebody who just wants to find out facts they want to do proper research you want to get back high quality results, no ads, no spam. So that's what I'm aiming towards. Um, having a lot of fun with it. Very challenging project, but um, it feels nice to be getting back building something. In terms of uh, media that I'm enjoying this week, uh, I'm still enjoying uh, Silo on, on Apple TV. Uh, it's a really nice science fiction uh, series based on a trilogy of books by Hugh Howie. Um, I think the cast in that is actually amazing doing a great job. Uh, so definitely check that out. Um, I'm also doing a rewatch from the beginning of, of Mad Men, um, which is a sh show that I just keep on going back to. It's just so well written, so well acted. And um, yeah, I'm just really enjoying rewatching that. I do that every couple of years. Um, in terms of reading, I have nearly finished um, Dune Messiah, which is the, the sequel to the Dune book by Frank Herbert um, of the, you know, no major spoilers, but of the first book is about building up uh, Paul Atreides as being the savior character. Um, Dune Messiah is the, the start of his downfall. Um, so it's an excellent read. It's a much shorter book than the first one, um, but I've been taking my time working through it and would strongly recommend uh, if you've read the first one to continue with the series. So that's it for this week, guys. I hope you have a nice weekend. I hope you do something nice, spend some time with your family and friends, get outside and touch some grass and get away from computers. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.